Hello and welcome to the Louise Fitzgerald podcast. Today's topic, I'm going to chat a little bit about moving on and knowing when it might be time to move on from something. So this is places, relationships, it could be uh, a workplace, so relationships with people and relationships to, you know, something that you're in. Um, I wanted to cover this topic because I guess it's something that I get asked a lot with clients and, you know, should I stay with this person? Is it time for me to uh, leave this company? Should I move interstate? Should I move from this house? And, um, yeah, so it's a pretty common topic because I think Uh, I've talked about this before in other podcasts, but we go through these phases in life of, you know, this this death and this um, rebirth and growth. So it's natural for, I suppose, many deaths to occur throughout our lives as we shift and change who we are and the environment that we're in shifts and changes so that, you know, there's not alignment or we need to move on in order to grow. So such a common uh, topic, such a common question that I get asked. And so I thought it'd be really great to cover this on the podcast. And I guess I've also had a lot of experience with change and moving on myself. So I know I can speak to it in the way that I've navigated it, because often it's not an easy thing to navigate. That's why I probably do get asked a lot about it. So to cover... I suppose that first off, you know, when people come and ask me these questions, I never would tell someone um, a certain yes or no. So whilst I have these abilities to tap into the energy, I know that um, people with psychic abilities will tell you, yes, do this, uh, don't do this, with that real sort of certain and definitive yes or no. I don't uh, work that way and I would also suggest to you that if you're working with someone who is giving those really definitive yeses or nos to take it with a grain of salt, Um, not to say that, you know, it's a bad way of operating, only you can really judge that, but just because energy changes and we do have um, free will, so we can shift and change an outcome. So I just wanted to be really clear on that because it's so important to understand that when we're making these decisions, only we can truly know, but the benefit of having someone come and sort of give an insight is that it can help you tap into your own intuition and uh, look at your options. So I always give people the option. So I read the energy of a situation. So for example, if the question was, should I stay in this company, I can look at the energy of you, the person in that company. So what does it look like if you stay? And I can tap into, you know, how are you feeling? Um, Maybe you're having issues with your manager. Maybe you're having issues with pay. Maybe, you know, you're feeling bored. All these sorts of things will come up. And then I can look at the energy. What would it look like if you uh, changed companies? So I think there's a better way to 
look at things and even if you wanted to do some sort of tapping into your own intuition, you can do that too where you sit with the feeling of what would it be like if I stayed? How do I feel about that? How does my body react when I journal my thoughts? What's coming out? So what are my fears? Uh, What are my emotions around this? And then if I were to stay, what's coming up? So sometimes you could tap into a feeling of excitement, but then also maybe a feeling of fear. What's that fear? Is it that I don't know if I'm skilled enough to go somewhere else. I'm fear. I'm fearful to take a leap of faith. You know, I've been with this company for 15 years. I don't know any different. So doing that self-exploratory um, journaling and reflection can really help you kind of tap into your own space. Of course, uh, with my ability, I can kind of see a lot of different scenarios going on in in the energy of yourself and others. So it does help, of course, clients that want to get, you know, that quick, um, you know, what's going on here. I want to make some decisions. And even just to have that external uh, objective view of something can help people confirm their own decision. So that is one way that you can look at it where you tap into what if this scenario and and what if this scenario so kind of run some scenarios and really sit with yourself in a quiet space and reflect on how that makes you feel and how your body reacts to it I always find that's really great because then you can also understand where fears are coming up for you so I've got other podcasts that talk about limiting beliefs and and all of that kind of stuff so then you can kind of go into that path and go okay what's going on here you know why might I be reluctant to make this change so relationships would be another really common one there too so you can imagine if someone had been with a person for quite some time or uh you know and hadn't dated there could be some fear around well I feel in my body this isn't right anymore, but I'm really uncomfortable about maybe being single again. I've heard what apps are like. I don't know if I can handle it. Um, You know, so those kinds of things can come up. So coming back to the original question of, you know, when is it time to move on? I think it's important that I've just covered all of these different scenarios because I think that, again, only you will really know But it's important to unpick what's going on. So what's the thought process and what's the feelings around the situation? Because you might in your gut, in your inner wisdom, have this sense that it is time to shift and change. But then you're asking yourself, well, why the second guessing? Why haven't I pulled the trigger on this? And then that's why it can be helpful to tap into, okay, what are my fears around this? Is that what is holding me back? And um, the other thing that I would always say to clients is that in a lot of these scenarios, you don't need to decide today. So you can sit with it a little bit longer. And I find that in those moments, something starts to give and you really start to see something weighted more in the direction of one than the other. So If, for example, you were thinking of uh, leaving, you know, leaving someone and and leaving a relationship, you might say, okay, I'm going to sit with this a little bit longer. And then you notice it sort of is just wearing on you day after day 
and playing on your mind and that starts to outweigh the fear of perhaps what is it like to be single again. So sometimes with these decisions, we just do need to sit with them a little bit longer. This um, example, whilst it might sound, um, I don't know how it's going to sound, but let me explain to you another way that you can evaluate these situations. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I used to be a veterinary nurse and when obviously animals were getting older, one of the things that people were faced with was the decision of euthanasia. So when when should I do this? Because it's such an odd uh, situation that, we're, that we have with pets where it's kind of sometimes it happens naturally, but then sometimes we have the opportunity to make that decision. And I remember one of the vets giving advice to the client about keeping a calendar because these situations and decisions are so emotional that sometimes we need to bring in a little bit of practical as well. So the advice was when making that decision to keep a track of the the days. So was the animal having a good day or a bad day and kind of keeping a practical track of that? And the reason that was to reflect over a period of time and and you could really objectively see was there more good days or more bad days, you know, because these are really hard decisions. So you could take that into your own life. So if it's your workplace, am I having more good days than bad days? And am I seeing this go on for quite a while? Because obviously whether it is your job or whether it is a relationship that you're in, nothing is going to be perfect all the time and uh, there's going to be struggles and difficulties. So we can't pull the plug, you know, when, you know, there's more bad days than good days in a seven-day period or maybe even a month or maybe even a year. So it's really looking at the full you know, spectrum of how long is this relationship? If this is my career and I've already been here for five years, maybe it is time, you know, maybe a a month of bad days is enough. So again, only you can really decide that, but it really gives you a practical thing to overlay and help you make that decision as to when to move on. Another example I wanted to give was Uh, moving because I've moved a lot and I always I've got a friend and and we have moved a lot the other day we did tally it up and figured out who had moved the most in their lifetime it's interesting because some people sort of are born somewhere and they stay somewhere and then other people tend to move a lot I'm from a smaller town and so you know there wasn't a lot of options to stay and with that um I'm going off on a tangent now, but anyway, with that, you find that you don't really have a core network around you. And and in my own self-reflection, I found that as I moved, it was constantly seeking out, you know, will this place make me feel more at home? Because ultimately I had left my home. So sort of that, that seeking and that continual moving was a way to kind of figure out what's next. I mean, it was more complex than that. And obviously you move for jobs and all sorts of things, but um, that was certainly part of it. But I think as time has gone on, 
there would be like a niggly feeling. So I'm trying to give an example of where my intuition has told me that it's time to move on from uh, a person or a place or whatever it is. And I'm using the example of moving, you know, um, yeah, place. So moving cities or, or whatever it is. And I always found that there was sort of like a niggly feeling like this isn't quite right. And I would dig into it a little bit and understand, you know, could this be rectified? I think it's always, again, really helpful to look at it really practically. Like, could I be putting in more effort in here? What am I missing? What could I do more of to make it enjoyable? Another little segue off this, when I've had clients ask me this question about, you know, moving into state or whatever it is, it's interesting to look at where our energy is going. So sometimes we can get into a place where we feel frustrated with where we are and we get this idea that moving could solve it as an example. So again, this could be your job, this could be relationships, but you get this idea and your energy starts to go in that direction. And what's happening there is that we're actually checking out of the relationship, the workplace, the location that we're in, again, as all examples, and therefore there isn't a lot of chance for that place relationship or, or work situation to have a fighting chance. So I often think if, if you're really unsure if it's time to move on, one of the best things you can do is give the, the situation that you're in more time and a really, really, really solid chance. So let's say I was thinking I wanted to move on from somewhere. I need to make sure for certain that I have, you know, what's missing and have I given everything I can because otherwise the the situation, the issues will follow you to the next thing, to the next relationship, to the next location, to the next workplace because sometimes we can have a responsibility of, Um, what am I putting into this to allow it to flourish? And then, of course, there's other situations where no matter what you do, uh, that won't change. So as an example, living in a city that doesn't have a beach nearby and you realise that everything that you love about life is, is being out near the water, you know, there's no amount of effort that you can put in that would change that situation. Or in the context of a relationship, again, these are way more complex. So it's, I don't want to oversimplify this, but they're never easy. But is it, have you given it everything that you can? And do you see the other person meeting you at that same place and trying to put in effort? And are you looking at this in a longer period of time? before you sort of call quits on something. So again, it's it's evaluating, actually, is this person trying at all? Do I see any effort of this? If I even mention, so playing with the idea, you know, I'm thinking of leaving, what happens then? So is there uh, an effort to kind of change things? So again, is this a scenario where you can give it everything that you've got or is it a scenario where there's not much you can do so it's almost like the the workplace thing no matter what you do 
sorry, the, the, the ocean analogy, no matter what you do, you can't change this situation. If you've got completely different values or one of you wants to live in France and the other person wants to go and live in America, you know, as a partnership, you, they're, they're the very big conflicts that couldn't be resolved and, um, you know, likewise with a workplace, if you are finding that maybe it's not working anymore and you've spoken to some uh, senior people at work and, and talked about what would change things, is it possible, can they meet you halfway, all of these things are really practical but they're super helpful because our emotions and our fears can override decisions. It can be really hard to look at them with a clear lens and it can be so easy and this is the key point to see that the grass is greener on the other side. And, you know, if we don't deal with our problems, our problems will follow us. So it's always important to really look at the the situation and fully evaluate it and see if there's something that you can do um, before pulling the trigger and and making rash decisions. And also, you know, to play the, the devil's advocate of the other side, some people have a habit of staying too long in things, right? So uh, it's always important to see whether have, have you outstayed this because it feels safer, it feels easier as opposed to stepping into the unknown and challenging yourself. So it's a trippy, tricky topic, <laughs> um, but I hope these kind of different angles can help you understand how to navigate them because after all, we make decisions every single day and the bigger ones are harder. Um, and actually on that note, I do have a new guide it depends of course when you're listening to this but a uh, a free guide that can help you tap into your intuition and develop this sense of inner wisdom making decisions again we make decisions every day so if that process was easier if we trusted ourselves more if we felt really certain in what we did life would be so much easier so I developed this free guide and I'll pop it in the show notes so you can click on the link there and and get that um, download it and you know try the exercises and make things easier for yourself I found that um, tapping into my inner wisdom gave me confidence and trust in myself that I really never had before so I hope it does that for you Thanks for listening today and uh, sharing this with your friends, subscribing, leaving a review and helping me connect with more people and helping them on their personal growth and spiritual growth journey. So thanks again for listening and I will chat to you on the next episode.